Well, good morning, Tapia. Hey, Vita. Good morning. Good morning. It's bright and early. Not really bright. Friday morning. (laughs) Uh, What a long week. Hey, we made it. We made it. We made it. We still got a little bit more to go, but we made it. All right, so... (laughs) <laughs> yeah i know let's get to the meat right <laughs> yes so feel good fridays every other friday today's our very first feel good friday and our very first podcast episode yeah. yes i'm glad that we are starting with feel good fridays because i think that's definitely what we need right now yes yo <laughs> yes this week has been a bunch of shit and a little bit of nice heartwarming news and information is always always good all right so Tapia what do you have for me on this beautiful feel-good Friday um well um if you are anything like Bourbon Rock and myself you like sea turtles right (laughs) (laughs) um so I was just going to highlight a place that's close to my hometown um, and it is the Sea Turtle Inc. over by South Padre Island. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about it and give you the backstory, tell you what you can do to be involved right now and then, I don't know, see where see where it takes us. Turtle, turtle. <laughs> right. All right. I so, love turtles. Same. Very much the same. So it started back in uh, 1977 with the founder who was a pilot, right? And it, pardon me if I butcher this name, but Isla Fox Lodger. Um, but if you want to get more information, I, I'm going to pause real quick and then just mention Sea Turtle Inc. S E A T U R T L E I N C dot org or O R G, right? So going back to the turtle lady of South Padre. Um, So she was a female pilot, first licensed Mm -hmm. female pilot in both Iowa and Illinois. Oh, Uh, shit. Okay. Get your (laughs) shit, bitch. Okay. Yeah. Um, Well, she was receiving so many guests in her home because she was seeing these turtles that were in need uh, that she started, you know, to get the idea to create this nonprofit to help with the turtles. The organization is not where it wants to be, but it is definitely growing and taking the steps to get to there. And uh, if you look off their website and you go to the about, it does say that the organization has grown, which includes purchasing additional land for a new education center. Additionally, Mm -hmm. uh, it launched its kickstarted capital campaign with a 1.2 million donation from an anonymous pledge. A six million education facility opened in 2018, and thousands of visitors come to see and learn about these sea turtles. So today, the organization is on its final phase of the capital campaign, raising funds to rebuild the original 1999 location into a world-class sea turtle hospital. I know it's so cute. I'm glad that they said hospital. Like if you go online, I, you can that just made it all them. better. I was oh, you could adopt a fucking sea turtle. Yes, oh. and then uh, if you also go to the turtles, it tells you like who are their current patients and like how they're doing oh. and why you get a check on the turtles that they got in there. So like, 
um, it's breaking it down for you on, on the data of who who's been to their hospital, turtle wise. Right? <laughs> so, so uh, it, it it breaks it down on the website of who the turtles, how many turtles that they've helped. So ba- it says back in 2019, a turtle of 85 sea turtles stranded were brought to the facility. So 13 were entangled in fishing line. Aww. Eight hooks. Five had both. Wait, strikes. did you say eight had hooks? Yeah, like. Oh, okay. Yeah. For a second, I thought you said cooks, and I was like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, a- hooks. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> okay. Yes, it, it is very sad. Um, seven had predator attacks. Three had cold stuns, which that sounds pretty interesting. Um, two washed back post hatchling. 30 were stuck in rocks at the jetties and 20 were debilitated. So debil- they even Aww. mentioned I know um, that debilitation means that the animals are in an overall weakened state when they arrive. Aww, poor sea turtle babies. I know, but I mean, people here have gotten to understand more about the sea turtles because of this organization, uh, and they do respect when the turtles are out there laying the little eggs and stuff. Mm, that's good. Yeah, yeah. some people can be assholes, some little egg poachers or whatever the hell they're called. Oh, that wasn't meant to be a pun. It just happened. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, that shit's real. Man, that's 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 so nice. Sea turtles are just so they're just so cool and so I don't know. There's something so cute about them, right? I feel there's bad. Something so cute about them. You know, my little sea turtles. <laughs> For the thirty that were stuck in rocks, because like they were just you know living their life and they got sucked in by the wave and stuck mm. in a rock. <laughs> mm. <laughs> they were put between the rocks. Oh no, no, you did it! Oh, you did. But did you hear about? Or I don't know if you heard about it, but did you like know or hear that like Moana was supposed to be like hundreds of years before Finding Nemo, and the baby turtle that she has there in the beginning that she's playing on the beach is the the turtle that Nemo or that um his dad whatever the hell his name is Frank I don't know, but that comes across. Yeah, it comes across in the ocean. Did you know that? No, I had no idea. Man. He like he like mentions her in the scene, but like we don't know he was mentioning her until people pay attention. Like so, like I saw it on the thing or whatever, and they were like, "Yo, he mentions Moana." There, he's like, "Yeah, I used to have this like girl or whatever." It's like a whole thing. It's cool. You can look it up on YouTube. But anyways, that's just what my mind went to with the sea turtles. No, it's fine. You know, it's very interesting that you mentioned Disney because, like, the rise of, like, the Disney fanatics, you know, the ones who are <laughs> protesting to go to Disney during a Oh, pandemic, my right? gosh. <laughs> Especially the parents. And they're like, what are we supposed to do with our kids? And I'm like, yo, take care <laughs> of them? What are you talking about? Spend time with your children. Why does it have to be a whole amusement park for you to manage your child? Oh. No. It's just as bad as when summer just started and things are still <laughs> up in the air. And they're like, what do you mean they're not going to go to summer camp? <laughs> they're like, wait, so you mean I have to deal with them 12 months out of the year? There All 12? 
<laughs> there were parents who get when one summer camp finishes by that same weekend they're at another one and like yeah. they're like I hope I hope you're ready in packed because you got a busy summer you got a whole bunch of camps you got to go to you got space camp you got basketball camp you got baseball camp you, and you got know what bible camp right because now? lord knows yeah we're we're building up your resume that's what's happening right now i'm doing this for no. you like, you know mommy and daddy don't want you around for three months <laughs> they're tired of your little ass that's what's going on i know it's it's a shame that so many parents are like, damn, I really did not put any effort into this. Right. It's so funny. I met I met somebody who was like that, that they went on, they went to camps all the time. They're like, oh, I loved it. And I was like, your parents were getting rid of you. <laughs> They're like, what? I'm like, your parents were legit getting rid of you. Like, no person should ever be at that many summer camps ever in their life. Like, that's too many. They're like, no, they weren't. I'm like, ask your mom, ask your dad. They're going to be like, yeah, we just needed a break. I bet you. And he did. And what happened? What happened? <laughs> He, he was, was too right. much. He was too much to handle when he was little. Apparently, he just apparently he was all over the place, and he just had too much energy, and his parents couldn't deal. So they <laughs> sent him off to summer camp. So I was like, I told your ass, I want you around. Come on now, that's um, funny though. Okay. Oh well, that was a good. I like that. I like sea turtles. I enjoy turtles. I almost bought a turtle like two weeks ago, but I don't know how to take care of it. So. Oh, I know. Amen, right? Like, yeah. I bought fish, and I've learned the hard way. Like, I can never buy another fish again. Unless I'm going to eat it, I'm not buying fish. I'm not doing it, yeah. There's so many fish yeah. that died in our care growing up. I can't even. In school, out of school, literally any time I owned a fish, they would just die. So, yeah. And then, yeah. like, I see videos of divers, like, actually interacting with fish and like the fish wanting to be petted and stuff right i'm just like, like how they they run away from me it's like you know these creatures have a lot of heart okay they don't deserve <laughs> to die in a child's hat did you see the beluga whale playing catch with the people who are out on the boat they're just out in the middle of the you know of the water just like fishing or whatever and this beluga whale just kept coming up and they had a ball, so they're like, ah, let's just throw it, see what happens. And it went and got it and brought it back and tossed it back to them, and they were playing catch with it. Oh, my Lanta. It was a wild beluga. Well, yeah, isn't it? It's so yeah. cool. <laughs> it's kind of scary that we don't know, like, what what was it, like 98% <laughs> what's actually in the ocean. Um, Dude, I was thinking about that. I was watching YouTube videos about us colonizing Mars. And I'm like, how are you going to go to a whole other planet where we haven't even figured out what's on our planet? But at the same time, it's like, let them really just let Yo, can you imagine what type of creatures are on fucking Mars? Do you know what they have to look like to withstand living? No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> we haven't even figured out how to figure out what's on our planet. You trying to go to a whole nother planet? No. I know. Let's we're figure shit out first. Like, let's figure things out. Steadily, we are destroying this Earth. And you <laughs> want to just go to another planet. Like, peace out. <laughs> right. Like, the fuck? You can't just planet hop. We gotta figure it all out first. But you know what? Just let them. Uh, bon voyage. That's probably, like, a whole other, like, Earth. Like, deep below the ocean. And everybody's just unaware. 
Imagine <laughs> it's like, please have, please don't tell them. Like when please someone finds out, <laughs> you can never leave. Dude, like, I had a deep dive. Oh, we're getting off topic. I was about to talk, start talking about how aliens are future humans. Oh, that already lived what we lived, and they went, they fled, and then they're coming back billions of millions and billions of years later to connect with their original forms and beings or whatever. Anyways, it's imagine they had to change form to come back to tell us, like, look, I went out of my way to show you. Please listen. And we're right. Like, nah. This is what you have to do. We had to flee. And now you're just doing it all over again. Could you imagine? I know. All right. Fake Still aliens. Fake aliens. Uh, um, but yes, thank you for <sighs> letting me chat about mm-hmm. these turtles. Um, but yeah, go back to their website. You can get to see them. There's one called Merry Christmas. There's Aww. one called Hang Ten. No. You can learn, you can help, you can shop. Um, but yeah, seaturtleinc.org in South Padre Island, Texas. Cool. All right, we'll definitely go check it out. I know I will. Next time I'm in Padre, I'm making a stop for sure. Nice. But yeah, that's nice. That's so cool. Well, I found a f- similar feel good to talk about on this beautiful Friday morning. What a coinkidink. I know, right? <laughs> so anyways, so I found this little little nugget of a farm-turned-ranch called Safe in Austin. What? It is not in Austin. It's actually in Leander, Texas. And it was founded by a Mrs. Jamie Wallace Griner and her husband. And pretty much it is a animal rehabilitation center. And they started it off in their home, but then they were able to buy a ranch in 2014. So they've been at that ranch ever since. And let me tell you, these people ain't playing around, okay? They're not, they're not messing around with this. They're really out there trying to help people, heal people in any way that they possibly can. And it's the cutest fucking thing. So the origin of the entire ranch idea actually came from their autistic son. And, you know, their son is autistic, like I just said, and they had, he has a service dog named Angel. And over time, the parents started to realize that Angel was doing a lot more than they expected, you know, her to be doing for their son. She wasn't just helping him out with little things, you know, calming him down, whatever. But she was making him be more comfortable, I would say, with being who he was. And she realized he was expressing himself more. He was interacting more. And he was just all around, you know, just becoming more into himself and being okay with what he's, you know, going through. And touched her heart, touched my heart, shed a tear. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, that's so cute. That's so wonderful. Yeah, what a breakthrough for someone with that yeah. personality right now. Mm-hmm. And then what a beautiful beginning to this whole, this ranch. Like, what a beautiful, beautiful start to it all, you know. It came with an organic, organic heart, an actual wanting to help out other kids who were in her son's position. 
and it wasn't just kids. She wanted to help out animals too because she loves animals. They all love animals, family of animal lovers. And she was like, wouldn't it be amazing if we can get children who are suffering with disabilities, ailments, who have past, you know, a past of abuse and neglect and whatever, and get them with animals who are also going through the same thing. So animals that have a past of abuse and neglect, who have ailments, you know, missing body parts, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And she pretty much opened a rehab center and she rehabs these animals. And if she's able to, they get rehomed, you know, if, if she finds that they have gained trust back and, um, you know, they're okay now to go to a different home. But the ones that are not able to go, you know, to be rehomed, she does keep them and they take care of them. And it's really, really cute. And they have a shit ton of animals. Okay. Uh-huh. A shit ton. And it's all different types of animals. So as of November 3rd, they have a total of 20 dogs, 14 <laughs> cats, eight horses, 32 fucking goats, four <laughs> rabbits, three tortoise, one parrot, four turkeys, numerous chickens. There are so many fucking chickens, they couldn't even count them. There's just numerous chickens. 18 <laughs> pigs and four cows. Ain't that some shit? Yeah, that is something. And, you know, I bet the parrot's the one that gives them the most trouble, right? <laughs> I could only imagine. Apparently parrots are they're pieces of shits. That's what I've heard. Don't quote me. Um, I've only met one parrot, and upon that experience, I can agree with the statement. Well, if, if we're judging parrots based off the movie Polly, I love parrots. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love parrots. Polly, Polly is different, though. Like, you can't... <laughs> Polly's like in a whole. Hey, league. it's Polly, you know. It's Polly, like the fuck. Yeah. But yeah, and it's uh, what's really really cute though. Their apparent prize winner is a two hundred and fifty pound pot bellied pig named Peter. Pot bellied pig named Peter. As well as a calf named Ruby Sue, who is paralyzed. So they have a special wheelchair for her that the little calf just rolls with. Not cute. And it's great that um, they don't just help the animals, like they also help the kids, like you said. Especially having someone with an awesome breakthrough in autism like that, you know. I've met more autistic people this year than I've met in any year prior. And I would have never known because they were so vocal um, Mm -hmm. and they had such personality to them and um, always, always participating in the conversation, Mm -hmm. um, which was, you know, pretty, pretty different than what they said autism was when when we first found out about it, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hmm. The way they treated it was just awful. Most of the time, they were put in, like, medical, like, quote-unquote rehabilitation facilities, i.e., like, insane asylums, you know, and everything. But definitely come a long way from how we (laughs) treat people with certain disabilities in that sense. So that's that's I mean, there's still people 
who have ex- living today who have ex- uh, experienced like electroconvulsive therapy where like they shock yeah. people. Like we're, we're they still they still do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're still learning, right? But uh, it's definitely great not as, Yeah, for sure. It's definitely not as common, but yeah, it's it's for sure still out there and it's still happening. Yeah, it's really sad that it's even a thing still in certain places and how they can. Anyways, that's a whole yeah. type of conversation. But uh, glad the kids are great. That the pot belly mm-hmm. pig is great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I did and, actually go to the website and I knew it. The parrot is the one that gives me the most trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, parrots. But and they've also they have been, you know, during the whole pandemic, you know, they they definitely have been taking steps to make sure that they're keeping everybody safe. So once they were able to, you know, they have. A limited number of guests now and then you also have to make arrangements prior to to even you know take a tour to go in there and to see all the animals and interact and even then they they keep it to just like private family and then small small little group tours Um, so you can still go out there and get a tour and spend time with you know the animals there if you or somebody you know could just have a healing moment there with them help them heal and have them help you heal because you know it's good for any type of mental mental health as well Um, great definitely help you in that sense yeah for sure so yeah it's really cute and they they have a little name for it they call it the healing hearts tour oh so cute it's so cute i just love it it's just at the end you have like to buy one of the merch looks like a rock (laughs) concert you're like it went (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can't leave till you buy our merch right. <laughs> people are like just take it take my money <laughs> just go now anything right. for the children yeah. them kids I could only imagine how cute it is my, but the parents get so relieved and just so happy that they can brighten up their kids day even for those moments yeah, I, I you know I bet I'm I'm not a parent, but I bet it's really rewarding for a parent to be able to to tell their children like I'm doing this because we right. all deserve better. Yeah, me no parent either, but I feel <laughs> you. I feel you. Oh, okay, well, well, that was so a, lovely. I love hearing about good. this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I love hearing about the sea turtles and the chickens, the dogs. <laughs> The Healing Hearts tour. They can definitely sense. Oh my god. I don't know if the goats can sense. (laughs) I don't know how. (laughs) How. What's the word? Warm. And embracing the goats will be. But. Goats are very warm and embracing. First of all. Oh. uh, I haven't really met many goats. I can tell. How you're talking about them. Yeah. Like. Put some respect on the name. The last time I saw a goat was on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And it that's not sing. That's not sing. That's you're watching a TV show. That doesn't count. But that's the last time I saw a goat. (laughs) You didn't see it. You watched it. There's a difference. No. You fail. You fail. You can go home now. Look. Wait. (laughs) That's what we were going to say now. Now that we're in a panoramic, it's like, well, I saw it on TV. He said panoramic. Yeah. Okay. What is that? 
the pandemic. The pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sometimes <laughs> people will make light of a word, and I think it's mainly like a a defense mechanism because, like, sometimes the word could be triggering, like, uh, like you know, hearing pandemic. I think, <laughs> I think German. Like, I think people. face mask. I think like do we have fuck? enough? Hell no! Nah. Pandemic, pandemic. Everybody needs to know that it's still happening. The fuck? <laughs> yes, you should be terrified. Yes, do we have pandemic uh... disinfectant? Oh my gosh! Hand sanitizer, soap. Come so on. yeah, Come I on. need to deep scrub my floors again. <laughs> Okay, but yeah, sorry, getting off topic. <laughs> Although, like you said, yes, we're still in a pandemic that is very on topic with what's happening right now. <laughs> Who knows how long this motherfucking pandemic is going to be, too. <sighs> Damn. Damn. All right, well, that that kind of pretty much wraps up our... Our very first episode, Feel Good Fridays. I'm down. Yeah. Sorry. Yes. Okay. Do you oh, get- shoot. Boom. Um. Hey, we're not done yet. One last thing. One very last thing. And I am so sorry for forgetting. It's okay. But for Safe in Austin, you can help. Ooh. You can actually go to Safe in Austin, S-A-F-E-I-N. A-U-S-T-I-N dot org, okay? And you can either volunteer if you're in the area, Mm -hmm. you can donate, and you can actually go ahead and through there, click, like they have like this big Amazon registry thing, and you just click it, and it pulls up an Amazon side of things that they need, little things like Waterproof dog blankets, um, toilet paper, I mean, paper towels. Cute, cute, cute. Um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Dog needs. So it's really cool. So, yeah, definitely you can help in any way that you can, you know, if it's volunteering, donating, or just sending them something from Amazon there that they need. So, yeah, uh, I just wanted to put that out there. And, like, uh, they're nonprofit. So, yeah, they could definitely donate and online. And just to mention that that donation is definitely uh, tax deductible because Safe in Austin is a nonprofit along with Sea Turtle Inc. So both places, if you felt generous, um, you can always write that off in your taxes. It'll come back to you. Yeah. And if that's your only motivation, then do it. <laughs> because helping is all that matters. Yeah. You know, the intent behind it, although you know, yeah, let's just just go donate if you're able to. <laughs> <laughs> the wish list, Amazon wish list, that's what it is. Oh yeah, don't forget the wish list either. Mm-hmm. Don't forget the wish list; it's really cool. But yeah, okay. Well, that wraps up our feel good Fridays. Feel good Fridays. Wow, I can't Yay. believe that. A, we just sang get used to it uh and b we finally did it Woo! we did well i sing so i'm kind of offended with that comment that you just made um not um, like that mm, but it's it's okay we'll we'll move on i, I guess i can get over it <laughs> no i'm just kidding <laughs> no i know but for sure get used to it because 
it kind of happens. We have no control. Sometimes we get so excited that we sing out of excitement, you know? Mm-hmm. And I am probably going to one day, multiple times, on multiple days, sing something from The Sound of Music. Yeah. And just an FYI. Just an FYI, I know that your voice is going to come off better just because you actually you know, work on that. Um, so yeah, I'm ready for those comments as well. It's, it's okay. Woo. Nah, you're good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, fine. Well, we did it. All right, we did it. Sammy Simo, we did it. Do, 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 do. We jumped over the hill and we made our podcast. We did it. We did it. We did it. Okay. I don't know if we can put that. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.